The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, Cy King and Dave Myers, they are better known to all of you out there as the hairy bikers. They have a brand new book out, another cookbook. It is called Brilliant Bakes, and it gives me great pleasure to welcome them both to the hard shoulder. Cy and Dave, how are you both? Good, thanks, mate. Yeah, good, good, good. Thanks, Kieran. Yes. Yeah, very well, Kieran. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. nice to be out and about, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, well, v- virtually out and about. It is nice. It is nice. Um, <laughs> tell me, about Brilliant Bakes, uh, I, I want you to imagine now uh, the audience listening at home. They maybe have a couple of bacon cookbooks up on this shelf. They're not as dog-eared as they should be. They're not reading them. What, what's the pitch? Why should they go out and spend their hard-earned money on the Hairy Bikers Brilliant Bakes? Because this book, we want to be dog-eared. Um, it's remember all, our, our mums always had like one baking book they went to that used to come free with flour and it was the Bureau Book of Baking when we were kids we kind of want our book to be a, a baking book that's, that's there forever and it's a deliberate thing that we haven't put like a loose jacket on it because it'll just get ripped we want this to be the book that when people come to see us it's covered in post-it notes and I'd like to think there's something for everybody wouldn't you Kingy? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And the whole, as Dave says, the whole idea for the book is that it is the reference bacon book because when when we when we bring all the ideas together with our team, the 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 great thing about this book particularly is that um, we've got all well uh, all the old tips that Dave and I learned from our parents, from our moms and grandmas and aunties and all that sort of stuff. So they're all in there. But also, it's quite an eclectic book. So, mm. as Dave was saying, it covers everybody's tastes and uh, and wants and needs. You know, so we do. It's got everything from asparagus and ricotta tart to to you know a fruit loaf to to bread to mm. bread buns to. There's all sorts of great stuff in there. Yeah, I think it's things. It's it's not. We're not stuck in the past with it. We're, we're not saying that. No, it's no. things like when you go on to scones. We wanted scone recipes, not well, well scones, depending where you're from. Um, <laughs> But but so this, how do you reinvent a scone? Well, you think about what you'd like to eat. And and there's two in there. There's the blue cheese and hazelnut scones for the savoury lovers, which are epic. Um, and then the, the treacle and stem ginger scones, which are quite spectacular. You know, and you think of these ideas and spend a lot of time making them work. And they do work. And that's kind of how it's come about, the book. Isn't it funny that you guys say scone? Because... Uh, in in the UK, is it a kind of a North versus South thing, or how does it work? I think it's a, yeah. It's, it's a, yeah. I would say it's a posh versus not thing, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Because in Ireland, you know, we have the same division here. Like the 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 higher up in the country you go, as it were, the more likely people are going to be eating scones. And down in the the sunny southeast, you know, we we eat scones with our clotted cream and jam. <laughs> ah, yeah, no, well, it's exactly the same in the UK then, because the further south you get, it's scones, and you do it with that sort of accent. And then the further north you get, you go, do you fancy a scone? You know, it's like, <laughs> it, it sounds all right with an Irish accent, doesn't it? Right, it, really? does, it works yeah, both ways. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, it, 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 yeah, no, listen, you, you kind of touched on it yourselves, because I guess the su- any successful recipe book, be it baking or anything else, like I guess it has to be accessible, and that—that's what the book is, anyway. Certainly, from from my uh, reading of it, because I would have fairly rudimentary skills, but it, it was nice in that I, I it knew it would test those skills, but there was nothing in there. I thought, well, that is just so far out of my league. I'm not even going to bother try it. 
Well, that's the that that that's that's us all over, Kieran, in the sense that what what Dave and I really want to do is we want to get people in the kitchen cooking for the for the people that they love, and and um and there's nothing better, and it, it's pointless doing you know putting a recipe in there, although we have in previous books for croque en bouche, although actually it's relatively simple, but if you've got a 40-tier croque en bouche, it's nobody's going to, nobody's going to make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But what they are going to do is a, they, they are going to make a, make a, you know, a, an asparagus and a, and ricotta tart with, with bought puff pastry. You know, they, 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 they are, they are, or, or, or a, there's a great one in here for a, a chicken curry pie. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's what you want to eat in it, you know, and steak yeah, and also, bakes. Curry. And also you can make stuff accessible. You know, some, some of the recipes, like you read the one, I'm just looking at the passion fruit souffle. Yes. And it's a beautiful recipe, but there's ways of writing recipes. If you follow the instructions with baking, it's different, isn't it, Kingy? You have yeah. to, you have to have a formula. You have to weigh, and you have to, you know, there's some alchemy involved. But things like the passion fruit souffles, I defy anybody not to have them at a dinner party, and people can be impressed. But honestly, it's not complicated if you just follow the instructions. We try to write them as well. So people will have a go and dead, be dead proud of themselves, you know. And, and these days, money's at a pinch, you know, so you don't want to waste ingredients either. Um, so true. Yeah. And, and, and Sai, did, did you guys experience that uh, kind of uptick in interest on the baking side during COVID, because you know that was—I uh, know God, God knows how many of my colleagues started baking banana bread and sharing images of it online. I was, I, I, there was a banana bread epidemic uh, in this country, and probably yours too. I mean, you, you must have had a bit of that, did you? Well, we did, but you know, we've always because look, Dave and I come from a generation that 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 you know never bought, you know, our mums never bought biscuits or or cakes or bread. You know, it was just you made them at home and you had like a baking day. But that's when the world wasn't as crackers and as fast and as silly as it was as it is now. Having said that, Dave and I, we were kind of ahead of the curve a bit in the sense that we did a, a, a series called Vacation, um, and it was basically travelling around Europe, you know, looking at looking at the culture of baking, and um, and that was before big Great British Bake Off and all that sort of stuff. So we kind of took that. So the, the great thing about baking is that there's always a culture of baking in everybody's family. There's always somebody that knows how to bake. And to pass that knowledge on, and that's fundamentally what Dave and I are doing through the book, is passing that passing that 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 knowledge on and then you know bringing it up to date and experimenting a little bit with it um but as Dave was saying before the key of it is that that it, it has to be accessible and if it's like an airfix kit with bacon you can't you can't just go oh uh there's this there's, there's there's 150 uh, 150 grams of uh, mm. I don't know flour in it oh I've only got a hundred no, 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 you need 150 because like if you do it, it's gonna end up like a beer mat. So sort of you know, so anyway, that's that that's fundamentally what it's what, what it's about. But indeed you're right, the more time you have, the more inclined you are to bake. Like how often because you guys would be so busy with things like this, you know, you're doing promotion material for a book, you're putting together a book, you're meeting TV producers, you're doing promotional stuff for TV, you're traveling around filming for TV. You you, you know, you're, you're continually working on, I suppose, that side of the business. How often, Dave, do you get into the kitchen every week and cook or bake? 
Oh, I do the cooking all the time at home, um, <clears throat> as, as does Sai. I think one of the things, when you cook on the telly, it kind of doesn't deliver in a sensory way because you're cooking it and you, you can make it look lovely, it's fine. And by the time it's finished, you'll, you know, you maybe share it with 10 people, have a forkful each and that's it. And then you go back to, to a hotel and have your club sandwich and chips because that's what's on offer. Um, so what I love is that what I've learned and what we've learned together with the books, I love demonstrating that to my family. Um, you know, I, I'm one of those people who wake up in the morning and wonder what I'm going to have for supper that night. Um, and no, 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 cook all the time. And actually with the baking book, you know, it, it's one of the most wonderful things. I can give that book to my wife and say, pick one. And I feel like a human jukebox. She can have whatever she wants out of the book and I know <laughs> it'll work. Um, stuff like that. Great pride, great pleasure. And, and as I said, it, it makes up for all those times when you're on the road and maybe like not eating properly, even though it's a food program. Hmm. It's, it's funny when you say pick one you can have it my, my version of that at home would be like the Henry Ford Model T pick one as long as it's black um, <laughs> Brilliant Bakes is the uh, is the name of the book I suspect my edition will do exactly what you hope and will end up dog-eared uh, but listen before you go Dave because I know lot, lot with lots of fans listening to this of, of both of you guys and you had your cancer diagnosis in May so they'll be wondering yes. how, how you are how is the health? It's all right. I'm, I'm still in the middle of chemo, but, um, you know, it has been hard, but I seem to be getting over it nicely. All the numbers are going the right way. Uh, my, my beard's stubbly, my hair's coming back, um, my energy's coming back, so I'm going the right way. I'm, I'm not out of the woods yet. Uh, I've got a scan in four chemo's time, which will tell more, but fingers crossed and my hand on the heart, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm... You know, I, I'm enjoying my baking because I can eat what I want now. <laughs> I'm going to be weight up. Um, I'm doing all right. Thank you. And thank you for the messages I've had from people. It means a lot to me. And there are ta some times when I've lay there in bed, not been able to sleep and I've read them. And I, I feel a bit of love. It's great. Thank you. Well, no, listen, we, we all wish you well in, in as you say, Cheers, in four, four chemos time. Uh, we will be thinking of you. Uh, Dave <laughs> Thanks, Myers mate. and Cy King, the hairy bikers themselves. As I said, the name of the latest book, Brilliant Bakes. It is available in all good bookshops now. Gentlemen, thanks a million. Thanks a million, Kieran. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.